Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And welcome to T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast. The most fun you'll ever listen to while you're folding your clothes. Now let's get this straight. This is not your average podcast. T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio is super fun, super crazy. It's pretty much an in-your-face conversation. That's the good thing about us. We don't do interviews. We do conversations. All of my guests, all of my co-hosts, we chill. We drink, we play games, we have the song of the week, we have the creative curse word of the week. As long as you're having fun as our guest. Speaking of guests, each week I'm going to go through my whole contact list and dive head first into the world of music, gaming, exotic cars, tech, strippers probably, doctors probably, probably strippers that are only stripping so they can pay for tuition to become a doctor. You never know. My wife is a certified bartender. She'll make you a drink while you're here. We'll get you drunk and make you play VR after. It's a lot going on, but that's what it's all about over here at T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast. See you soon, baby! Hey guys, welcome to CarCast, brought to you by JB Weld. You know, JB Weld is available at jbweld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, O'Reilly, Amazon, Michaels, and more. And remember, JB Weld epoxy products are proudly made in the USA. So, what are we talking about in this show? Oh, F9. Mm, yeah, get some F9. Spoiler alert talk. Also, we'll get into the uh, Tesla S plaid. And uh, Leno driving that. We'll get in some of these auction cars coming up. And uh, first, let me tell you about Empire Covers. Nowadays, cars are designed to keep you safe on the road. But what about providing the same protection for your car off the road? Empire Covers are high-quality, affordable covers engineered to protect against rain, UV rays, tree sap. Oh, the worst. Mm. Pollen, anything that damages your vehicle for premium protection, Try the American Armor Cover, proudly made in their Kentucky factory, plus covers for RVs, boats, motorcycles, and more. Get the good covers. Those cheap ones you get at the auto parts store, they just disintegrate in the in the sun. It's amazing how fast those things decompose. Get the good stuff. All covers come with a free multi-year warranty, free shipping, plus an extra 15% off your entire order with the promo code CARCAST. Visit empirecovers.com slash CARCAST or use the promo code CARCAST at checkout empirecovers.com. Protect what you love. Got to get on no choice, but I'm going to get it on. And welcome to CarCast, Matt Corolla. It's Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, over there. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. You guys are taking a trip, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Hitting the road, going to Alaska. Yeah, man. Looking forward to it. That actually sounds good. Sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. We got Fast 9 talk. We got some uh, auction talk coming up. Got to uh, talk to Leno last night. Yeah, that's right. You guys did a show, not necessarily together. It was just you both were booked mm-hmm. at a club out here. Mm-hmm. At, uh, where was it, Flappers? Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a full capacity. Flappers. What, did, what did Jay drive? Did, did they park something out front? A fire truck? A steam engine? <laughs> no, <laughs> I... Uh, 
No, I had this conversation with the uh, booker after the show. I have no idea what Jay drove. I parked in the uh, Ross two-hour parking. Um, and it's like anyone who's parked here is not going to Ross, going to get towed. And I was yeah. like, had a little anxiety about it, but I was uh, I was running late. and uh, But I wasn't running late. But anyway, uh, then when I was uh, done, the booker was like walking me out. And he's like, did you... Uh, did you park in the headliner spot? And I go, no. And he goes, oh, we have a headliner spot. I go, yeah, all right. Did you tell Mike August that? No, no, I should have reached out to <laughs> yeah, him and told him something. <laughs> well, then how how would I park in the headliner spot if you who are connecting with Mike and booking me and stuff do not convey to Mike park in the headliner spot? How would I? Yeah. I'm going to know someone, that. Someone and then told wouldn't me, Jay park in the headliner right, spot? Why wouldn't Jay park there? Or is there more than one? Someone told me that uh, that Seinfeld will pull up and just park out front in the red zone. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's like, oh, you'll get a ticket. And he'll go, I know. And just walk in. Like, that's the move. When you got that much money, like, whatever. You pay the 85 bucks, right? Yeah, or maybe it's 45 <laughs> bucks yeah. or whatever. <laughs> well, in LA, it's probably Yeah, whatever bucks. it is. You know, they're like, yeah, I just, that's where I park. But I said to Jay, <laughs> so we're filming something and we need uh, a Challenger, Dodge Challenger. And Jay's got his uh, man, Mango, his orange yeah. Dodge Challenger. And then uh, Nate was like, uh, we need, can you ask Jay if we could borrow his car? Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're like sitting in the green room we're like, hey, Jay, uh, can we borrow one of your cars? Uh, to film something, and he's like, eh, they, they always come back all messed up. Yeah, he doesn't, it seems like he doesn't do that right. ever. So I go, so I'm thinking about it, but the implication is I'm going to mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to mess it up. But then I said, uh, well, what if we come over to you and we just like pull it out in the parking lot and film it that way? And he's like, no. Nah, right. Yeah. Because so, if you think about it, he must get asked all the time, and he just has to do, like, a note. That's the stance. Well, yeah. Jay doesn't even like his cars going to the Peterson. That's right. If yeah. you if you think about it, the Peterson, you know, as the crow flies, is uh, 11 miles away from Jay. And Jay has one of the biggest car collections, you know, mm-hmm. in the world. And the Peterson and Jay are on pretty good terms. Oh, yeah. And... There must have been, you know, discussions, maybe multiple discussions about, well, we should have a Jay Leno exhibit or we should get, you know, we're doing a whole Duesenberg thing and you have a bunch of Duesenbergs. Could we get your Duesenbergs over? But Jay's probably smart in that he realized that um, in that once you open that window, it's going to be a never ending uh, revolving door of asks. So his thing is just like I I don't I don't lend my cars out because they never right. come back in in better shape than when I lend lend them out, and I get it. And then I said to him, uh, "You're going to uh, Pebble Beach this year?" And he's like, "Nah, nah it's too much of a hassle or whatever." And I said, uh, "Why?" Is he said he probably had about 150 garage tours that are backlogged for him. Yeah, like he still has to do them. And and he says whenever he goes to Pebble Beach, someone will like just come up to him and go, hey, Jay, uh, you know, my father-in-law is like a big fan. Could we have a tour of the garage? And uh, then they'll like walk away. <laughs> like they'll just go, eh, can we see the garage? Yeah. And then that's it. Like he, he just besieged with people who want to see right. his collection. 
So he's like, it's too much of a hassle to, to walk around. But like I said, when I was at the track with him years ago, he was walking around. He was tapping people on the shoulder and stuff. So I, I don't know. Yeah. But people were still coming up to him all the time, like even, you know, when he's there. And he's always been really good about his garage tours. Like he's got a schedule. There's like, I don't know, like two or three days a week at like noon or something like that. He's got his guy and his golf cart and the tour and all the notes and the cars and the, you know, it's a whole thing. But his longtime guy that would do it, I think, had passed away. Mm. So he's got another guy. But the, the main guy that would do it would do it more regularly. So I think there was more tours available. Now it's kind of inconvenient. I don't think he has like a guy just to do that. Someone does it, but that's not his job. I think the thing with Jay is he's a really nice guy who doesn't like to tell the veteran yeah. And his young son with autism <laughs> who approach him at the quail that they cannot come by and look at his cars. Yeah. So he always just goes, yeah, he, he doesn't want to say no to those people. So the reason he doesn't want to go to Pebble Beach is because he doesn't want to say no to a whole bunch of people <laughs> right, who are going to well, ask him. Look, he's got one of the best YouTube channels on the planet. Just go watch that. You want to see all the cars. Leave Jay alone. <laughs> yeah, all the cars and all of everyone else's cars. As well. All right. So um, I'm reading here something that seems weird. It says Tesla Model S Plaid or Plaid. Plaid. Is that how you spell Plaid? I guess yeah, it is. Yeah, it says Plaid. So there's a Tesla Model S that they made quicker than the current Model S. And Plaid. Plaid is a Spaceballs joke when they were going into hyperspeed. And, oh. And then later they're like, you know, they've gone to Plaid. And then you see you know, the guys in the ship and they mm-hmm. got the plaid color because they just went faster and faster mm-hmm. and it gets that weird blurry thing. So Tesla made the joke out of it and they called it the Tesla plaid. And Leno was one of the first to drive this and they got him to drag race it to see how fast it would go. So he was the first to sort of document the speed beyond Tesla. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jay strapped on his uh, giant helmet, and uh, I think he ran under two seconds, zero to 60, and ran like a 920 something, like a 923 in a, I mean, in a sedan. It, he's in Hellcat territory there, right? Oh, my God. That's, yeah, with full slicks and, and the whole thing. This is just like street trim. I believe there's probably a video, uh, Chris, of him just. And, and of course, it's quiet, right? So it's it's mm-hmm. it's crazy. Now, Ford has their uh, Ford Cobra Jet, which is their drag racing car they've made. You know, they make a handful, like fifty of them, and people can race them mm-hmm. within a certain you know segment, certain mm-hmm. category. And they made uh, the Cobra Jet fourteen hundred, which is an all electric version, and that thing's crazy because that's rear wheel drive big slicks on the back it just looks like a regular door slammer mm-hmm. drag car and but quiet and it ran like 11 and a half or sorry eight and a half second quarter miles but there's probably a clip of jay running is the, the uh is the tesla an all-wheel drive 
It's got to be all-wheel drive. There's no way it can't launch that hard. Right. You know, it has mm-hmm. to be. And I think they ran it on street tires uh, really? or something like that. And I assume Jay was just in street trim, just running it, right? And, well, Jay uh, was in street denim. Street denim. <laughs> mm-hmm. Street denim. Well, they should make him a fire suit that just looks like denim, oh, right? Oh, man. <laughs> Somebody's leaving money on the table. <laughs> right? They should just have the Sparco Leno. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, and then there's the uh, Fast Nine. Yeah, I went and saw Fast Nine. Did you see it? Yeah. Did you take Sonny? I did. What was Sonny's favorite part? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I was uh, a little bumped by it. Like it didn't. It didn't do it for me. There's a lot of cameos mm-hmm. throughout the movie, right? Mm-hmm. And I like that they brought Han back. Mm-hmm. I like Han. A uh, little bit now. So John Cena makes it into the franchise now, and and you know he was like, I want this to be the John Cena, which is your favorite uh, Fast uh, movie. Oh, I mm-hmm. like the John Cena one. It's never going to be that. It's going to be the space one, mm-hmm. right? No one's ever going to say it's the John Cena one. They're all right. going to be like, it's the space one. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, if you haven't seen it yet, then whatever. But mm-hmm. they take a Fiero. To space. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's floating in space. And, you know, they got like, you know, like sh- metal welded onto it. Somehow that's going to seal everything. They're in a cockpit with just like doors and weather stripping. Yeah. And then behind the front doors is just like the plastic louver. Right. Right. I was like, which somehow survived space right. travel. All right. right. So let's just say we get it. That's the gimmick. They just need to go bigger and better. The most frustrating part is, and it, it was fun and it's entertaining, is they're doing all this crazy stuff. You expect things to fly and explode and do whatever, but you don't expect that every time Toretto is driving his charger and he needs to go faster, he shifts and he slams it into park because it's an automatic. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's not where the gear is. I don't know how you go from like first to <laughs> completely forward. It looks like you're jamming it into park. <laughs> that, yeah. that was the part where I was cringing throughout the movie. Going, it, oh, you're... They had the uh, NOS in outer space. <laughs> they had NOS in outer space. And he like shifted in the gear and punched well, it. Well, that was the other thing. The when, they, when they were on top of the plane, so the Fiero was on top of a plane. They hit 50,000 feet, and then they hit the, the engines, and it shoots the Fiero to space. And Tyrese is driving it. <laughs> yeah. He's they saw it at the wheel like, that's going to do anything. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I get you're holding on for dear life, but they could have put like a handle or something just so it doesn't look like he's trying to drive a Fiero in space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was a little, uh, I don't know, it didn't draw me in like some of the other ones. I I, mean, I, I didn't care as much. I think uh, maybe the flashback stuff was yeah. a little weird because... Yeah, so they kind of were like, oh, it's a little bit origin story now as well, which is what everybody's doing. Yeah, there are a few parts, and I'm pretty bad at this for a guy who is hypervigilance, but there's a few parts where, like, um, young Vin Diesel blames uh, young... Um, what's Brother Jacob, John Jacob, Cena. John Cena blames young for killing dad, Yeah, like, intentionally, because of a little info he got from prison or yeah. something, or it's like you loosen the fuel vacuum line, right. and then the car blows. 
It's also uh, the the pit stops are always funny too. Yeah, like, I'm gonna take my helmet I, off, sit back, I'm have gonna, a cocktail, gonna like, talk. What's going on there? Pop the hood. <laughs> like I, I don't know how much it, hood popping. I I, I, I went and even Tammy stop. leaned over right at the beginning. She goes, "It's a really long pit stop, don't you think?" I was like, "Yes, shh, <laughs> we're in the theater." <laughs> I don't like the way everyone takes their helmet off because it takes me like 20 minutes to get my helmet off. (laughs) That's a strap. You can never figure out the stupid strap under your neck. That wasn't a pit stop. That was an intermission. Right. (laughs) They always just pull the helmet, like especially when the the hot chick gets off the motorcycle. It's like the helmet just comes flying off. The hair comes down. Uh, It was interesting. It's always worth a watch. I'll probably watch it. I'll probably limit it to maybe six more viewings. That's it. But um, I don't know. It didn't didn't pull me in like a lot of them. I didn't didn't exactly know what was going on the whole time. There's always that part where they have half the inductor majigger and the other person is the the evil guy has the other half of the inductor majigger we got to get he's got to get our half and we got to get his half because whoever owns it yeah is going to rule the world i I feel like that's fairly played out and it's it's weird because that plot line was which was the whole crux of this mission they were on it was kind of just lost on me it was like there was no real emphasis on on the ramifications of them getting whatever this sphere is, this this, right. this soccer ball that glows. Right. Like, it, it was fine. It was all about just how they got the team back together. Mm-hmm. And then and then that's kind of that's kind of it, right? Like, I don't know, like the sense of immediate doom wasn't really there. Mm-hmm. It was you know, no one was like, oh my God, the whole world's gonna end if we don't find this glowing soccer ball but instead they were like i'm so angry at my brother i gotta go get my brother <laughs> yeah all right so did did cena did they imply cena was trying to kill the dad but then i was like why yeah, so so why was he trying vin, to kill vin him? diesel was like you tried to kill dad it's your fault and then cena later was like no, he owed some money. He had to throw the race. I didn't know the car was going to explode. I was just trying to make the engine fail. Mm-hmm. Right? And right. now, of course, 30 years of, of them not talking to each other and being angry mm-hmm. solved in an instant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Solved in an instant. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I feel... Did the young version of each guy bump you? They they did because it seemed like in the first couple scenes, young Vin Diesel had Vin Diesel's voice, like mm-hmm. he dubbed the voice, mm. and I was like, yeah, something's off with it because you know what Vin Diesel looks like. You can do a little bit different voice, like you can have the actor, like unless well, he sounds like Mike Tyson. <laughs> I'm trying to think, see, because young Vin seemed like he was twenty, not fourteen, you know. Yeah, and then. So it's you can do the young version if they're a kid. Like there's many a movie that has pulled that off. Like if you watch um, one of my favorite movies, I think is uh, Defending Your Life. They do young Albert Brooks, mm-hmm. but he's 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 ten, and they just get a chubby kid with curly hair, and you kind of go, "Oh, that's okay, fine." Right, right. And in Radio days, maybe. I think they did like a young Woody Allen. That was, uh, God, that was Seth Green. Seth Green was young Woody Allen. Okay. A lot of people don't know that. But there's a a prepubescent version that I'll go right along with, the the kid's version of it. 
somehow when you get to your first year of junior college and you're you're pulling off the adult yeah there's too many features like you become a man now the guy looked exactly like the guy from the fine young cannibals yeah, he kind of did. It, it always Find throws that actor and the fine young cannibals lead singer, and I, he had a little more. Now, if they do the story of the fine young cannibals, <laughs> he'd be perfectly it, cast he, for it. That's all I it, kept. I it, kept thinking the and teeth Cena always. Too. The teeth always fro- throw me off. Like when you're twenty year old throwback, Mm-mm. and you're like, and all all your bottom teeth are screwed up, right? And then you flash the fifty year old Vin Diesel, and they're all fine. I'm like, eh, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. They should have had 14-year-old Vin Diesel. They could have had kids working on the car, like Six Pack, that movie Six Pack. Oh, man. Kenny Rogers. <laughs> Kenny Rogers. Finest, <laughs> finest work. I do all, all the I, kids. I love all those movies. <laughs> Burt Reynolds had one, too, I think, where they, they, they the, the kids, at some point, they go, well, you know, Johnson's going to be our toughest competition. And they go, not without an intake manifold. <laughs> what? You broke into his garage? <laughs> as, if, as if that's how NASCAR works. Like, <laughs> right. The guys show up the next morning. There's no intake There's manifold. No, I don't know what happened. Well, we're out of the race, boys. <laughs> Termites must have got it. <laughs> yeah. But there's the team of, of kids, right? They yes. could have done that, right? Because they were supposed to be prodigies, these two, right? Yeah. Should have gone the six-pack route. All right. Yeah. Let me tell you about NordVPN, public Wi-Fi. It's a hotbed of hackers, and they want to steal your data. Using NordVPN on your phone or laptop gives you peace of mind while you're traveling. Max Patty, you got some thoughts about Nord? Yeah, so um, remember I got into Golden, Colorado early, so I, I hung out in a cafe and did a lot of work there. And, I mean, it, I wish I had NordVPN because like, I, I, there, there's always just a little bit of anxiety of everybody else on the network, and people can see what I'm doing. And then also just being online, third parties, they have my IP address, they have all the information. It's, it's, it's the trail. new – people used to steal car stereos, and now they steal your info yeah. on the Internet. All right, well, now you got NordVPN. Put NordVPN on up to six devices – Got a 30-day money-back guarantee. Go to nordvpn.com slash carcast or use the code carcast to get your two-year plan plus a bonus gift with a huge discount. NordVPN. Fine young cannibals guy. Yeah, I want (laughs) to see what that guy looks like in that actor. Now, I don't know how old Max Pata, how old the actor was. Who played? Yeah, see, the younger version of him has that. The young version of the fine young cannibals guy and and our guy would be pretty. How old was the actor who played uh, young young Vin? Yeah, <laughs> it's the same dude. It looks like the same dude. So I was just sitting there. Now, of course, I couldn't Except, say anything to Sonny because he didn't know. He doesn't know. Wasn't the guy from Fine Young Cannibals also in another band? Republic, something. Republic. No, General, I don't. Was I don't think. General no, Republic? I don't think that guy was in that band. So, Young Dom was played by Vinnie Bennett. Vin, a New Zealand actor. New and, Zealand. Oh, that's yeah. why they dubbed the voice. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, he's twenty-eight now. Well, so he was he it, twenty-five when he filmed it. Yeah. So he seemed a little, a little old. Yeah. Wait, I think the dude from the Fine Young Cannibals may be from New Zealand or some version, Australian, New Zealand. He's not American. Now you bring it, this is what threw me off. This is what really threw me off was in the movie, 
this young Vin character, they gave him like the buzz cut. Like he was already losing the hair, mm-hmm. right? Why wouldn't young Vin have loved his huge, thick hair at the day? At yeah, the day? most you know, of the guys like, I know who are bald now were hanging on to it as long as I'm they saying. could yeah, and like flopping it maybe around. Maybe getting long, but with the little spot in the middle, like, mm-hmm. you know, like the skullet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, why wouldn't he, why would he already be throwing in the towel at, let's say he was supposed to be 19 or 20 or 21? Obviously, they had, they couldn't have made him 15 years old because he goes to jail. So he has mm-hmm. to be at least 18, right? Mm-hmm. So where's the 18-year-old version of him and the, whatever, the 15-year-old or 16-year-old John Cena? Like, why does he have to be, you know, 25? That guy's 28 now. And then the <laughs> young John Cena, I wonder how old he was. Well, first we can figure out where the fine young cannibals were from. Where he's British. Oh, he's British. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, again... Much better for that guy than for Vin. I don't know. It uh, they. I like the origin story part of the whole thing. I just would have been if I was in that writers' room. I would have been. Uh, yeah, but we can't have an adult Vin Diesel. We need an adolescent Vin. Diesel. We need a thirteen-year-old Vin Diesel. But then they say he wouldn't go to jail. Well, so ju- to, some sort of juvie or or tried as an adult and yeah, he's fifteen they, and they'll yeah. You know, because he killed the man. He beat him with right, the wrench. Right, right. Tried as an adult. Yeah. yeah. Or some version of that. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I don't know if that was the right wrench. When you go back to the first movie and he's like, and I grabbed a wrench. And then this one, he grabbed like a, a what do you call the, um, uh, he had the big adjustable for the, you know. It was more a crescent? Like a, no, it wasn't. No, he didn't have a crescent wrench. He had. Uh, oh, like a monkey wrench. Yeah. Like a pipe wrench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you wouldn't really be using on the cars. Sometimes you have some galvy fittings. <laughs> you have some galvanized fittings yeah, for your exhaust. Like, I don't know. Like they could have just grabbed a wrench or, you know, even a, a, mm. a torque wrench, like a big socket or something. But instead they grabbed the one thing you would use on a car. You'd use it underneath the sink. Yeah, that bumped uh, Sunny as well. <laughs> that bumped Sunny as well. It's big and it's fun. Uh, the Speedcore Charger Tantrum was in the movie. And then the. Oh, uh, that was the. Um, that was the mid-engine charger? No, it was, it was when he was driving out in the nicer charger, and it said Tantrum on the back. And then the mid-engine one, I, I don't know if the one in the film was the Speedcore one, but Speedcore also has a mid-engine one that's exactly the same. So mm-hmm. they probably modeled it off of that car. I yeah, don't know what the exact is that car? Line. It's a mid-engine charger? Yeah, so but they you know, obviously it's a big custom-made thing, and it's got a, it had a Hellcat engine in it. Magnaflow. Yeah, exhaust. it's a little <laughs> hemi under glass. It's funny. Yeah. Any, anyone who's probably had a resto mod would probably tell you that that is a bad caper car. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like what you'd probably want is just a, you know, you know, like a brand new bone stock Denali. Like for doing capers, yeah. In yeah, terms of yeah. not overheating, <laughs> right? <laughs> this thing's so custom. Having yeah. a fuel line well, pop he, off. He did and, tell young Brian, the kid, he's like, the Charger's the best car ever. He's like, this is the most beautiful car ever made. And, and there was a good mix of cars. Yeah. And I don't know how John Cena fit into a Toyota Supra, a modern day Toyota Supra. That see when he gets in there, and all of a sudden he's like, mm-hmm. he's all bunched up. I don't know how he fit in there. And then the magnet thing. Yeah, um, oh, that was the big thing. Right. right. So they had these magnets, like, you know, like uh, 
big electromagnets and it, it worked in the film but in my mind i'm like none of this would work the cars are driving are metal every time you turn that magnet on what does it do to even the your if it's that strong to pull a car through a building what's it doing to the pistons and your engine moving up and although mm. uh, you're 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 hoping the pistons are all aluminum well they are but the rods may not but what does it do to the coil whatever. right like your right. coil Ooh, or ignition coil. system mm. you know and i kept mm-hmm. thinking the coil's not going to survive <laughs> The uh, <laughs> there's there's some issues. Young John Cena actor's twenty five now. Um, the John Cena actor. Young young John Cena. So the young Vin Diesel and the young John Cena were both twenty five. Yeah. No, one's twenty eight. Oh, he's twenty five now. Yeah, they're both. Oh, now. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Them, but... Yeah. All right. So that makes sense. All right. Well. Uh... Some other Go see the movie. Go see the movie yeah. four times. Fun. <laughs> uh, Roman, squeaky doors, clogged sinks, finicky engines. When something breaks, you take care of it. But when something's off in the bedroom, you try not to think about it. Well, no more. Go to GetRoman.com slash CarCast. Do it now for your free online evaluation, ongoing care for ED from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it's sent to you free with two-day shipping. Uh, getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash CarCast and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving your home with Get Roman, right, Matt? Yeah, just go to GetRoman.com slash CarCast now and you'll get $15 off your first month. It's really take it's really time to take care of your ED. And remember, get started today and you'll save $15 on your first order of ED treatment. All right. Let's see. Jay Leno. Going to try to break the record. What is the record? Uh, I don't know what the record was. I, quarter I guess. mile. You mean is it for a production car in a quarter mile? Yeah. Oh, okay. But or is it, it a quarter? This, yeah. Or is it? Yeah. Or is it for the Tesla? The current. Yeah. Let's see what he does here. Or oh, is yeah. it a thousand feet? Yeah. Yeah. This is just this is just him driving. I don't actually know the exact uh, the exact record, but I just wanted to show you guys him driving. The Tesla down the quarter mile. Yeah, well, he's got his helmet on, so he's going to be... All right, Jay, this is Franz. You're ready to go. Launch. Here he goes. Wow. 9247. Wow. Wow. 924. Wow. Wow. That is quick. And it launches hard. It's just uneventful because it's so quiet. Yeah, he, he joked like he did the whole thing with the air conditioning on. Yeah, well, doesn't... you probably did because the air conditioner probably just runs off another electric compressor. It wouldn't make. Yeah. It's not like you're putting load on the engine, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's <laughs> you not know? like engage the compressor with off the crank. <laughs> yeah, why would you do it? Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, thousand one thousand twenty horsepower, and he went a hundred. He hit one hundred fifty two miles. One hundred fifty-two mile an hour is fast wow. for a mile time. That is fast. And I didn't uh, think that car would do one hundred fifty-two miles an hour. What is the? <laughs> um, I wonder. So, is there a sticker on that car? It starts at one hundred thirty-one thousand. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I've been seeing a lot of Teslas driving around now with the blacked-out door handles. You've been seeing that? Yeah. But you could just wrap it. You could just put a sticker on it. Basically. Oh, I yeah. Guess you know, you could, yeah. Don't. You don't have to. I don't know. Do it unnecessary. You know this this Tesla Model S Plaid though. Uh, it has like a yoke, like a steering wheel, like mm-hmm. with the two handles, a mm-hmm. little like a uh, Knight Rider kit. Mm. And I think the way you shift it is on a touchscreen. Um, so it's got 
what we used to call sort of a butterfly steering wheel. Yeah, yeah. Like for drag racers. Yeah. Well, this isn't really butterfly, but it's sort of a modified dragster butterfly. And I, I, don't, I don't know how this is really going to work because we have a round steering wheel for the most part, right? Maybe some of them have a little bit of a squared off the bottom, a little more leg mm-hmm. So you can go hand over hand, right? So you can, mm-hmm. you know, it's two and a half turns, whatever, lock to lock. Mm-hmm. In an airplane, for example... You don't spin the, the the thing around. That's why you can have this butterfly wheel, mm-hmm. this yoke, right? You mm-hmm. can you turn left, you turn right, and you mm-hmm. only get to about ninety degrees, ninety degrees. This thing spins all the way around, so you can't go hand over hand. You have to grab onto c- corners of this butterfly. It's weird. Like I saw some journalists like posting and trying to. They're like they said it's going to be fine, and he's flopping on the thing, trying to mm-hmm. go hand in hand and doing a three point turn, and then on the touch screen. It was like a slider or something for the shifter, and you see them spinning, trying to get to the thing, and then sliding to reverse and spinning back and sliding down. It was. It looked like a mess. Well, maybe it's and not if, as practical if, as we'd like. If you're in a rush, and arguably anyone doing a three-point turn should be, because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. you're blocking traffic or something, mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't seem ideal. I think one of the first aftermarket items is going to be a round steering wheel. <laughs> it's just like, anybody wants to buy this car, get the round steering wheel. You know when... Uh, probably Ast- not going to be a Pet Boys item. Probably though. not going to be a Pet Boys item. You know how when uh, Aston Martin, the new Vantage, the new V8 Vantage came out, and it had that giant, like, guppy mouth in the front, mm-hmm. and the big scooping, you know, in mm-hmm. the grill. And people are like, ah, it's cool. Don't really love it. It doesn't have a lot of Aston Martin to it. And then like a couple years into the production, two years into the production, they offered for an additional fee a a trim version where you can get the more conventional mm-hmm. Aston Martin front grill assembly, you know, mm-hmm. front clip mm-hmm. to make it look more like an Aston. I feel like that's the route Tesla is going to be going down. It's like, do you want the yoke? Mm-hmm. Right. Or do you want a round stairwell? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. Look, like, if it only turned ninety degrees and ninety degrees, it'd be fine. Right. Yeah, I imagine they do that so that when people are walking past the car, they can look in and distinguish it between yeah. a, a standard Tesla S. But yeah, that seems weird. It doesn't. It would also feel a little off-putting. Yeah. And all right. So uh, auctions coming up. Cars uh, coming up. Neil Peart's got his, uh, is he the drummer for Rush? For Rush, yeah. yeah. He's um, got his, uh, all his cars going up. I want to get through some of those. Let me uh, let me hit Geico real quick. Right. Do you own your home or you rent your home? Well, you know, either way, it can be a lot of hard work. But you know what's easy? It's bundling your policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And we know that's a good thing because you already have so much to do around your home already. So just go to geico.com and get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. That's geico.com. So you and I have been talking uh, uh, you know, off the air about, hey, we like this time where cars are starting to show up on the websites for the for all the Monterey auctions. It seems mm-hmm. like every couple of days, not all the details are up there. They're like, but here's the preview. Just announced. We've got this collection or this collection. Like mm-hmm. Gooding just announced... I, I, I don't know if it's the same one we talked about a week ago or they just added a McLaren F1 uh, that was up there, kind of that root beer color F1. And uh, and then this collection from uh, 
from the I'm, Rush drummer. Yeah, we're looking at the estimates, but the estimates must not be official, or are they official? Because I don't think they're on the web page. Oh well, this yet. is a Gooding press release. So oh, okay. Well, there. I guess that's. I guess they do have some. There it is. Um, got the Lambo S one two to one five. Seems a little um, a- ambitious, but you know, could yeah. could get there. Got a Maserati. It's 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 an interesting. It's a nice. Uh, it's a nice collection. I don't know why he's selling it all at once. They got the uh, Maserati Ghibli four point nine. 250 to uh, 300. The Ghibli's have always been kind of hanging around. Yeah. Uh, split window Corvette. Yeah. 150 but to 180. I feel like those are moving up. That's pretty, a small block good. one, though, just so keep in mind. That's a 327. That's not a big block car. Right. Or it could definitely fetch more as a big block yeah, car. Yeah, if that was a 427. Now, the, the Jaguar E-Type is interesting because anybody that drives these knows they don't stop. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're a little rough to handle. Mm-hmm. Um and and drive and we see them at goodwood and you know they're sawing at the wheel and they're sliding like there's a lot of work going on there mm-hmm. and so what but he's they done kick ass. they do so he's done a few tasteful upgrades which i think are welcome to this community he's got a tremec five speed he's got a lighter weight flywheel and willwood disc brakes and a few suspension upgrades so if you want to drive one of these, that's a really nice one to drive right there. There's a uh, speaking of the market and uh, Japanese cars and stuff like that. One we didn't talk about is I think a 1999 could have been a 1990, but I think it was a 99 uh, Skyline Nissan Skyline just sold for three hundred like thirty three thousand wow. bucks. <laughs> What's going on? I mean, That's it's a amazing. Japanese car. Skylines were... Was it like a time capsule car? You know, it had... Whatever, I don't know. Max Pat will probably on find it? it on Bring a Trailer. I don't, I don't think so. But it was interesting in that that car... Skylines were expensive, and then they kind of flattened out for a long time. Yeah. And, and maybe they're moving back up the ranks with some of the other Japanese cars. But the... Skyline breaking 300K seemed, uh, seemed weird to so me. So I, I know a couple of people now, two people that bought them, owned them for a little bit, and sold them. And I don't know if they sold them because they just got offered big money or they sold them because of something with the car. Like, is it a cool car, but just too rough to drive or too expensive to maintain? Like... I don't know enough about these cars. I that, wonder if Fast they, and Furious did something to this market as well. Yeah. I mean, did the did these guys sell their cars over... You know, they owned them for like two years each. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a cool piece. It's just uh, over 300K feels like a lot. Yeah. I'm sorry. What were the miles on this car? There was uh, uh, 40,000 40, miles. 315K. Sorry. And... Uh, I think they made 282 Seven? of these. I think Scroll down a little bit more. Scroll down a little more. Oh, 282, oh, wait, you're right. 282 examples. Well, in purple. 282 in purple. Yeah, so it <laughs> seems like they made a bunch of them. Yeah. I don't know why uh, I don't know why it's over 300 grand, but uh and yeah. if you tack 5 grand on there now you're, you know, 320, but It's still a cool-looking car. It is a cool-looking car, but it's kind of Right hand drives kind of 
showing that Japanese market, right? Yeah. I mean, these cars are getting up. Some of these Japanese cars are now at Dino Ferrari prices. Right. Which is unheard of X <laughs> amount of years ago, right? I mean, when a yeah. when a Dino Ferrari is probably 300 to 400, maybe yeah. 325, 350. It kind of depends. Is it the chairs and flares one? Is it this example or that example? But, you know, 300, 325, whatever. When those when the Dino Ferraris were two fifty, these cars were sixty five grand. Yeah, Some, the, and and the and, Supras were twenty five grand. And the you, Dinos you know. have stayed where they were for many years. And the, these, yeah, they've kind of inched up, yeah. and then they flatten out for five years, and then they inch <laughs> yeah. up a little, and then they flatten out. They they kind of oh, and back here's another one for you, uh, Max Zapata. Um, there is a Mercedes. Uh, 300 Roadster. It's like this white with a blue interior. It's kind of good-looking combo. But remember we were talking last episode that if you have a Mercedes 300 Roadster and you know it's just 1.1 million bucks or 1 million to 1.1 yeah. all day long, then why are you taking it to the auction and giving 10%, 10% to the, the right. auction house? Why not just drop it off and bring a trailer? Because if it's 1-1 one, one and the buy, you know... Whoever's thinking about squeezing the trigger on that car understands the market. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about it. I think one just sold at uh, Barrett Jackson Vegas for a million and And 50,000 or something like that. There's one on Bring a Trailer right now. It was like one, one and change after I checked. Like, why isn't the (laughs) seller just keeping all that money? And why is the buyer paying paying another 125 grand in in premiums? Like, Mm -hmm. it, it. there's one up there, I think, Max Zapata. Yeah, there it is. I don't know how many days are, are left. There's four, four days. days left, and it's a hundred grand more than the one that just sold at Meekum. Yeah, Barrett. Oh, sorry, Barrett. Yeah. Why not? Uh, I don't know. Why not just toss it up there? Yeah. That's yeah, that's kind of my. Yeah, it's it's good looking, and again, if you said. To whoever's buying this car, well, remember, factor in the ten percent vig, then you have to stop at a million bucks or nine hundred mm-hmm. grand or whatever that it, is. It's it's interesting because out here over on the west side of town, the auction companies are there, and as they're starting to bring in cars from, uh, you know, cars are going to be consigned to the auctions from Monterey. They're getting them photographed and putting them in catalogs. I start to see them around town. You oh, start really? to see them driving around. And you're like, ah, there's an SL Gullwing on the on the freeway. You know, two guys in it, windows rolled up, camera around their neck. Like, you know, I'm like, oh, I know where they're going. Or you'll see a a truck, uh, like a flatbed, and you'll see, you know, whatever, a vector or something. It's something you don't normally see. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, that guy's that guy's probably heading to the RM office. He's going to get some photographs taken. And uh, yeah, you get to see some interesting stuff around town. One of the cool cars, I think, Max Zapata are. RM has it's a car we never talk about but that 81 Ferrari oh, Ferrari 512 BB is it BBS or BB God what is it 512 it is one of the it, examples it's a racing car Chris you'll find it Mhm it is an example of a car that you may not love in street trim but being absolutely killer in race trim it's mm-hmm. just a killer car. These cars, 
There was one or two that popped up in a Monterey race of mine once or twice. They're they're loud. They look great. I couldn't imagine maintaining the thing. It has a flat 12, naturally aspirated, yeah. you know, mid-engine. It's a killer piece. I, I don't think they, you know, they, they did pretty well at uh, Le Mans, but they didn't really, they weren't really able to beat the Porsche 935s, but they would be up, you know, the, mm-hmm. the Porsche 935 would win the GT class and the the 512 Ferrari would come in second and third or something, or, or two 935s would win the GT class, so first and second, then the BB 512 would be third, but it's such... It's such a cool piece. Yeah. I mean, when you see these cars, I, I don't know how, you know, I don't you find it, Chris. I don't know. It's RM. I don't it's, know yeah. what makes RM a, Sotheby's. I don't R-M. know what makes a race car look right. <laughs> Some of it may just be your age and, you know, your demographic, but I don't know. I feel like I speak universally for all men when it comes to race cars, because whenever I spot one of these cars, I go, oh, that's a cool piece. Yeah. And I, everyone I show it to goes, oh, yeah, that's killer. But no one goes, I don't get it. I like, I, I like the Bugatti with <laughs> yeah, the open right, wheel, right? Or, you know. And also those those front engine V twelve race cars are cool looking. You know, just the big long nose kind of uh, cars. Yeah, but this the, is mid engine, obviously. Yeah, but it's just got a, you know, it's got the long yeah, it's nose long. style. Yeah, yeah it's just big. overall, it's long. But yeah, yeah this a, car is cool. Yes. It is a cool ass piece, and all the NART stuff, the North American Racing Team stuff, is cool. And John Morton, our own old friend John Morton, drove it at uh, Le Mans two times. By the way, this is mm. a cool. It's got things going like whenever the lights are under the plexiglass, yeah, and like Frenched in, then you know it's done endurance races, and right? it just so, always uh, just looks cool. good. Even the cockpit, if you show the cockpit. These beautiful blue leather seats in inside of the thing that just look just just look killer. Everything about this car is just killer. It's 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 got to be one of the coolest eighties, early eighties racer. Gated shift, like the whole like you're not going to go whoop up on the nine thirty fives in this car, but you'll be the only guy out there. And the sound I, of that flat 12 is just going to be killer. I, I love some of the elements that they put in when you're like, oh, it's two-frame chassis, the interior is stripped, but they use a Ferrari-gated shifter. Yes. Right? And then they've got the little air hose, right, to blow air on you with the vent, mm-hmm. but they put, like, the actual vent on the end of that flexi hose, you know, yeah. like like the aluminum Ferrari vent or whatever that they have uh, for, the, for the air. Like, it's just a cool piece. It is a cool, cool car. It's got... Some Lama, I think it ran Lama twice. I think it came in like fifth and eleventh or something. Nothing really, something much to brag about. (laughs) Something like that. But uh, yeah, yeah, cool. Oh no, I'm sorry. I think it. I think it had a DNF. I think it had like an eleventh, and then it did not. Did not finish. But it's got Lama history, and it's really a cool piece. So if you got. You know, three million bucks laying yeah. around. <laughs> Let me tell you about JB Weld. JB Weld, world's strongest bond. Pros have trusted it for fifty years plus. But uh why not turn yourself into a pro, man, with JB Weld, the proud sponsor 
of our podcast. I know the owner personally. Used JB Weld yesterday. Got out. Um, <laughs> I got out some of their instant weld, like their crazy glue weld. Yeah, that yeah. Fixed. Natalia's got some weird cosmetic whatever handle busted in half. Olga busted the uh, handle in half and uh, said, can you fix this? And uh, I went out the garage, got out my JB Weld and fixed it uh, yesterday. As a matter of fact, I've used this to fix uh, Natalia stuff. I use it to fix Sonny's shoe. JB Weld acquired Herculiner, the original DIY bed liner. So if you're looking for the world's strongest truck bed liner, Herculiner has you covered. It's JB Weld, right, Matt? Yeah, you know, JB Weld is available at jbweld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, O'Reilly, Amazon, Michaels, and more. And remember, JB Weld epoxy products are proudly made in the USA. The um, So they say that the uh, Skyline GTR prices are expected to skyrocket when they hit 25 years old, which is... Mm. Four years. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know. That's a little... Uh, that's what they're saying, and also Fast and Furious helped too. But yeah, I'm sure Fast and Furious helped. Yeah. And those movies are 20 years now, right? They're celebrating their 20th anniversary. Mm. We've only got like nine more of those movies. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> One more, yeah. Plus the spinoffs. Oh yeah, I'm starting to starting to think about those spinoffs. All right, <laughs> uh, I'll be at Coots in Anchorage, Alaska, coming up with doing a live pod there and stand-up as well, and then I'm going to Raleigh and Minneapolis and Royal Oak and um, Michigan and Kansas City, Missouri. Let's go to adamcrolla.com for all your live shows, whatever you need. What do you got, Matt? Uh, follow me at uh, motorator.com or uh, on motorator on social media, and I'll uh, be sharing some, some cool stuff with you guys, cars and stuff. So, till next time, Adam Carolla for Matt, the moderator, D'Andrea, saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit carcastshow.com. Hey, movie lovers, who needs a theater when you have Pluto TV? Grab your popcorn and your streaming device because free movies are here. Pluto TV is your home for movies. Great movies are playing anytime in over 20 exclusive movie channels of action, horror, rom-coms, and more. Watch hits like Saving Private Ryan, Pretty in Pink, and Charlie's Angels all for free. No signups, no fees, no contracts. Ever. Download the free Pluto TV app on any device. Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know, it's hard work out there. Owning, renting, you want to save some money? How about your bundle? Bundle your policies at GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you got so much to do already. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, see just how much you could save at GEICO. That is GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com.